Hallelujah. Oh, wow. Thank you, Lord. Can we say a word of prayer before we go into the word? Yes. Thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. Thank you for this time. We praise you for who you are, Lord Jesus. Lord, I pray, oh, Father, this morning that you will drench our hearts with your love, Lord Jesus. I pray, oh, Father, that you will hide me and you will reveal yourself to them, Lord Jesus. I pray for your... Lord Jesus, power and authority and love, O oh Father, Lord Jesus, in proclaiming your word this morning, O oh Father, Lord. I pray let it touch each and every one of our hearts, O oh Lord Jesus. Let us revive us, Lord Father. I pray that you will rekindle the fire within us, Lord Jesus, to be more passionate for you, Father. I praise you, Lord Jesus, you will raise up this young generation for you. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your mercy, for your goodness over our lives. And I pray, oh, Father, Lord Jesus, I humble myself before you. I pray that you will work through me, Lord. In the name of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen and amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. I'm so, so very glad to be here this morning. And I really thank you. Um, Pastor Apostle uh, Christian Chepoy and Mama uh, Olivia Chepoy to be, uh, you know, hosting us the last three days uh, in their house. It was home uh, an from another home. That's how I felt. <laughs> so uh, thank you so much for your kindness over our lives. And uh, this opportunity is a great opportunity for me. Amen. And I am so excited to see all the young people out here. And I pray that whatever word God is going to use me to say will empower you, will establish you, and will make you more passionate to do the will of the Lord. Amen? So are you ready for the word? Yes. yes. You know, you need to have that young energy within. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's where you are. Okay. So um, I was thinking, if God can use a donkey to speak, I am more than the donkey, yes. <laughs> so I'm not a great preacher, but I, by the, pray, the power of the Holy Spirit, God had used me in various places to preach his word. And I'm really, really thankful to the Lord for what he's doing through me. So uh, I was thinking what I should preach. And when apostle told me that it is a young congregation, and I said, okay, I should say something for the youth of this church and... And I was thinking about it and I was reading Acts chapter 6 and 7 where it talks about Stephen, this young man. Uh, I've read Acts many times and this chapter I've read many, many times. And every time I read there's something new that comes. There's some new revelation that God gives. And it, it empowers me, it makes me more passionate for the Lord. And every time I read the scriptures, and I pray that this morning, the same scriptures will empower you and will establish you to do God's work. So there are a few things in the Stephen's life that I want to talk about um, that will be helpful for you, that will be uh, changing your life, that will, uh, you know, that it can, you can take it to your heart and you can see what, can, what God can do through it. So I was thinking why Stephen was not there before fourth chapter and before that, he just came just like that in between and he just appeared in the sixth and the seventh chapter and only talks about his own life. 
So there's something special about him. So I don't know, somebody has the name Stephen here? So there's something that's special about uh, his life and I just want to say that to you today morning. <clears throat> so the first thing uh, in Acts chapter 6, So here in this chapter, we see that uh, the apostles, they want uh, the Hellenistic widows, that is the Greek-speaking widows, want to, you know, have some distribution, daily distribution, food. And so there was, it was not proper, and so they had to take some uh, disciples to provide them in a daily distribution. So, so they're taking people of God to distribute the food to them. So there are seven who have been, uh, there are few people who have been chosen for it, and one of them is Stephen. So this Stephen, to distribute food. Do you need any qualification to distribute food? No, right? You can, everybody can do it. But there is a qualification here. You know, the apostle says that we need men who are with good reputation with full of Holy Spirit and faith and power. You know, why do we need for a simple job as serving food? Why do we need full of Holy Spirit? You know, man of good reputation, yes? Uh, and I see that when I was pondering about this, I thought every young people, whatever work you are doing in the church or outside, you have to have a testimonial life. You have to have you have to set, set an example for others. You know, I was thinking it's an easy, easy job to do, but you know what they did while they were serving food? We will come, we will look after. But they did great things, even just doing the simple work in the church. I don't know how many of you are here who are doing simple work in the church thinking that, you know, I'm not in the stage, I'm not singing, but I'm just behind, I'm just cleaning, you know, I'm just doing, putting the chairs around, like very simple work, but I want to tell you that it is a testimony. Hallelujah. Don't ever think that God is not looking at you, God is looking at you. And if you are doing small work, praise God for that. I really, really love when people clean. You know, when I was young, my, uh, there was one sister that always, she runs to the church just to clean the church. Not to stand in the front, not, not to be a pastor or whatever it is, but always to clean the church. I was so inspired by her and I said, why? Why you have to clean the church? There are so many people. Then she said to me, no, this is where everything starts. And so she just inspired me. Then when I was growing, I told, Lord, I want to clean the church for you. I want to make the arrangements for you. So when I was small, young, I started cleaning the church and I know that was a seed that was sown in my heart. And God has taken me to this level now. It is because of that small work that I did way long back. And I know that every one of you young people here, whether you're doing small work or big work, God is going to reward you for that. So you might not know. And I was so surprised even uh, Priscilla, right? She was washing the car. And, I, and Pastor, like, he told the blessing order, today you're washing the car for me and one day someone will wash the car for you. I'm sure, I know, that when you serve the people of God, he's gonna do great things in your life. You're not, you may not believe it, but he's gonna do it. 
And so these young people had a testimony. They had, they, their lives was an example. They had something in them that was so powerful. You know, so they took with good reputation. I want young people, it is so hard to keep our reputation this, this time, in this generation, in this age. You know, I was a pastor's kid and you know, everybody's eyes will be on the pastor's kid. And they will just, even if you make a small mistake, it will just come on you. And I've experienced this so many times. So my dad and my mom, they used to tell me, you have to be an example, you have to set an example. It was very hard for me as a young, a young person, I couldn't do it. But I know that was something, that when people saw me, they saw something different. So it was a lesson learned. I know it's hard, but then when you keep your example, you're gonna be a history makers, I'm telling you. Hallelujah. So these young people had a good reputation. That means they had a good testimonial life. So whether you're working in college or in, in your workplace, in school, try to keep your testimony wherever you are. The people should see you, the way you talk, the way you walk, the way you do things should reflect Jesus in everything. You know, when I was working, people were asking, Jesse, there's something different in you. What it is? Is it because I don't wear any jewelry? They say, no, there's something different in you. I don't know. You have so much peace. You have so much joy in your life. I said, yeah, I'm not worried about anything because I have a God whose name is Jesus. So when I, whenever I say that, they were like, they're all Hindus, there are other religion people. It's like, Jesus. I said, yes, I have Jesus. That is, the, that, that is the biggest difference I can have. And that's the biggest blessing that I can have. And it gives me so much joy. And I was not worried about my promotions. I was not worried about the salary. I was not worried about my manager. Nothing was a big problem for me. I just, I was so happy in the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you, wherever you go, you set an example, hallelujah. So in whatever place God puts you in, have a testimonial life, like Stephen and the others did. So they were not only of good reputation, but they were full of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Our name itself is Church of Pentecost, and that means, that means we are full of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah. So the way you walk, God has to tell you each and every step of your life like that, what God wants to do with you, hallelujah. And they were not only full of Holy Spirit, they had faith. I don't know, we always lack in that faith. We were not able to see beyond what God can do through us. But you, I, I believe, and I, I, I want to say today morning, that God can do beyond what you can think, hallelujah. It is not... For me, from a very small village to come so far, to God has taken me to different nations, I'm telling you, that is not possible with me. It is not possible with what I've gone through. But God has taken me beyond my imagination because of that faith that I had on God. Hallelujah. So faith is what you see, but you what, is, what you hope for, but you don't see that. You know, it is impossible to please God without faith. That's what the Bible says. And I, I was experiencing this faith in my life, in every area of my life. If I need money, I ask the Lord. If I need food, I ask the Lord. If I need clothing, I ask the Lord. I'm telling you people, I have really received everything from the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Your faith can do, it can move the mountains. 
So I want you uh, people this morning to be full of faith in the Lord. Trust and do things beyond what you cannot do. If you're thinking that you can't do, I'm saying you by faith you can do. Hallelujah. So they were full of faith and power. Hallelujah. When you're full of the Holy Spirit, I know Holy Spirit can do great things through your life. And if you just walk, there's going to be healing. If you just say a word, there's going to be, you know, the chains breaking. Hallelujah. When you're just going to sing and worship, there's going to be the presence of God filled in this place. So that much reputation they had. And so as young people this morning, I want you guys to be an example and a, a, a testimonial life. That's what is written here. So the second thing, because there's no time, I just want to rush through. So that I want to read one more verse uh, in First Timothy 4, verse 12 and 13. Is there someone can read? 1 Timothy 4, 12 and 13. Yes. 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 Amen. So let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, and in purity. Hallelujah. I've been pondering on this verse, and it talks a lot, it is so deep, that in all these five things, in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, and in purity, we have to be an example. Hallelujah. I'm not going much deeper, so I just want to rush with the other points. So I just hope that you understand. Are you getting me? Yes? Okay. So... The second thing that is found in the life of Stephen is evangelizing, to share the gospel. You know, they were just doing uh, a work, just uh, distributing food. But then, when you see in Acts chapter 6, verse 7, then the word of God spread, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem. And a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. You know how the word of the Lord grew in that place? They were just serving food, right? They were just distributing. But how the word of the Lord grew? It's, it's because they evangelized. You know, every small work that you do, you just don't do it just for the sake of doing it. But when you do it, if there's someone near you, you share the love of God. Hallelujah. So every time these people were serving, they were just sharing. So they were serving and they were sharing. Hallelujah. I don't know how many of you like evangelism here. I don't know how many of you like to share the love of Christ here. And I, I personally love evangelism ministry. And it is, so, it is so beautiful to go to different people and then share the word to them and say the love of, love of God about them. You know, it is very, very, uh, it is very, very fruitful. And people like to talk. Uh, when I go in the streets and, you know, just talk to them, 
here in Ghana, it's so amazing. You can just go and talk to anybody. <laughs> but it's India, it is not possible. You can't just go and talk to everyone. They will be like, why can you mind your own business? <laughs> this is what they would say. But here in, uh, in Ghana, I'm just uh, in the evangelism week, we were able to go to every house, every people, just share the love of God to them. And they were so much ready to accept it, talk to us. It was so amazing, you know. You just, uh, I don't know, it feels very good for us. But in India, it's not the same. But wherever God has taken me for ministry, I've seen that once you just go and share and sit and talk with that person, there is something that God puts in your heart about that person. And you, and you can just share the love of God to them. You know, that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. So it is a duty for all of us. And God says, go and make disciples. Hallelujah. Go. That means he did not specify any place, just go. So if you're in your workplace, in your school, or in your you know, colleges, or wherever you are, that you just go and spread the gospel. Hallelujah. And it is, I'm telling you, it has the greatest reward. And it, is a, it's, it has the greatest blessing. When someone believes in Jesus, when they come into that faith, it gives us so much hope that Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. And it gives, a, gives us so much joy. You know, when I go, when I share the gospel uh, to someone and they accept it, it gives me so much joy when I come back from there that I, have, I've, I was able to share about God's love to them. Hallelujah. So even as they were doing that small work, Stephen and, and all the others, they were able to share the love of God to them. So as a young people, we have to evangelize. Wherever you are, don't say that I cannot share. You know, um, I'm not that talented to share about Jesus. No, you are. Even if you say Jesus loves you, it's enough. Hallelujah. So just start going and sharing the word of God and evangelize. So, <clears throat> so there are many other verses that talks about uh, evangelizing to sharing the words of God. And so it is one of our, it should be one, of, one thing in our life. To have a testimonial life and the next one is to evangelize, to go around and speak the word of God. And the third thing is, if you see in the same uh, chapter from 6 to 7, if you see Stephen, he spoke every word of God from the beginning to the end. He started with Abraham and then he just came all the way through David. You know, what does that mean? That means he knew the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, this morning, lay your foundation in the word of God. So that's the third thing that we have to do. That if you want a strong life or want to be a good disciple, you have to lay your foundation on the word of God. I don't know how many of you read your Bibles here, but as a, as a, good, as a good Christian, you have to know the word. You know, it was very hard for me when I was young to read the Bible. I did not understand anything. But I just kept on reading it. And I kept on reading it. I will just start from Genesis, and I will come to Exodus, I will come. When I come to Leviticus, I stop. <laughs> After that, because you know, you don't understand anything in the Leviticus. Then you just skip that full book, and then you go to Deuteronomy and start again. And then five, halfway through, everything is, you know, 
we don't understand again then you take a decision and say okay god this time i have to read the bible somehow again start from genesis and i go exodus yeah very good you know all the travels and then you come to leviticus and again you stop this was my old thing when i was young i was like god this is so hard for me i can't read this bible i because every time i read it is you know i'm not able to understand but i asked my father what should i do he said just keep on reading it one day you will understand and i say okay <laughs> so i kept on reading it and reading it and reading it and i understood the bible and it was deep and deep and deep and deep so it was just going inside my heart you know when god says that he's not going to write his words in a tablet of stone but he's going to write the word in the tablet of our hearts and i knew that that all that words i've been hearing and hearing and reading has been stored in my heart hallelujah you know when you read the word when you lay your foundation in the word of god you're not going to be shaken you know when the roots are deep in the ground the tree will not fall how much ever breeze it breeze comes or how much ever windy it is it will not fall and our foundation should be in the word of god so get your root deeper hallelujah get your root get your root deeper in the lord and so this stephen he just knew the whole word uh, word of god he could just say from moses to uh, you know from abraham to moses he just could go through all that and it could say the word just without any any mistake and so his the word of god was rooted in his life and so i want to encourage you today that keep your foundation in the word of god hallelujah you know in this generation there are many people who are misinterpreting the word you might not know what is the truth many young people come and ask me uh, sister how is this you know this pastor is saying that but what is this you know that pastor is saying that what it is you know i see all this youtube video what it is i'm not able to understand because the same verse three people are different uh, interpreting in a different way and i said you go back to the bible because that is the truth you take that word go back to the bible read it and then you get that understanding and know which is the truth which one is the truth i said so it is easy for us to fall in this generation if you are not rooted in the word of god i'm telling you again it is very easy for to, for us to fall in this generation if you are not rooted in the word of god so read your bible read the word of god keep it in your heart so that you will not fall when storm comes hallelujah and so you know the other verse says and he was disputing with some freedmen in verse 10 it says and they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit but by which he spoke you know that much wisdom the bible can give if if i could say everything started from the bible hallelujah you know if you want wisdom just read it if you want ideas just read it if you want to be a good engineer just read it i'm telling you if you want to be a good doctor just read it there's everything in there it is not only about moral values there's more than that hallelujah hallelujah because our god is an amazing god and his words are powerful amen and so when stephen was speaking they were not able to resist the wisdom and if you want such wisdom in your in your workplace in your college in your life 
read the word of God, store all that word in your heart and it will not go away. And one day it will help you. When I go through struggle, when I go through hard times, I, I just sit in the presence of God and I ask Lord, why it is going, I just cry. But God reminds me of that word. It will come in the right time in my mind, in my heart. Then I, you know, quickly I will be, okay, God has given me this word. I will just go forward, you know. So once you read and read and store everything in your heart, it's going to take you, when you have a hard time, it's, God is going to remind you those words that will, that will strengthen you. Hallelujah. So the fourth point is, in verse 60, so now he had gone through persecution and they are stoning him to death. And in verse 60 it says, Then he knelt down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not charge them with this sin. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. The fourth one is practice forgiveness. Now what we see in Stephen's life is to forgive. You know, it's very hard to forgive. I had so much of bitterness in me when I was a young uh, person, when I was 20 and, you know, in that age. I was not able to forgive easily. Forgiveness was something very strong in my heart. Like, I, I, would, not, I would not easily forgive if someone has done something against me. It was always a bitterness in my heart. And God told me, if, I, if you're not forgiving, I will not forgive you. That's what the word says in Matthew 6 verse 14. And I, when I read that word, I said, okay, if I don't forgive, God is not going to forgive me. So it is like, oh my God, I don't want to stand against God. And I said, okay, God, I know it is very hard for me to forgive, but I am going to forgive. Hallelujah. So I took the step of forgiveness and I started forgiving people in my life. And I know that I got so much freedom from that. And if you have anything in your heart that you're not able to forgive, that you're not able to forgive your friend, your family, or uh, someone around you that close to you hurt you, I pray this morning that you will be able to forgive them. Hallelujah. So practice forgiveness. Stephen forgave those people when, the, when he was about to die. You know, they were, stoning, they were stoning at him and he was like, Lord, don't charge. I don't think so I can do that when someone is stoning at me. But he could do that. And I think as a Christian, we all have to practice forgiving. Hallelujah. And forgive, for, forgiveness has something really, uh, uh, you know, it's really great when you forgive. And many people come to us with a broken heart, with broken relationship, uh, you know, with so much hurt in their heart. And when we ask and we ask uh, why, why it is happening, they always say that I'm not for, able to forgive my parents. Then I said, please, if God can forgive you, why don't you forgive your parents? Then when, when they take that step and they forgive, they have that relief. They, have, they release every bitterness and anger from their heart. So this morning, if you're not able to forgive someone, God has forgiven you. So do you also have to forgive. Hallelujah. So the last one is... I want to call it as a sacrificial life or relinquishing or giving your rights, giving up your life. You know, when Stephen had given up his life, he was ready to be a martyr. 
He was ready to give up on his life. As young people, if God willing, maybe one day you can die for the Lord. But, but what you're going to give for the Lord? What you're going to give up? Uh, I, I, I finished engineering and I was working in an engineering field. I was working in a very good engineering company. Very good salary, everything. But after two and a half years of my work, God told me to leave my job. He said, you have to come to full-time ministry. And I was like, God, you you have an engineering job, you have a very nice salary and such things. Now you're asking me to, you know, just leave my job. Then uh, he said, yes, I have a greater purpose for you, just leave it. So I just called my father and I told like, Dad, I'm just going to leave the job. And he was like, what? <laughs> You're going to leave the job? And I said, yeah, I'm just going to leave the job. And he said, okay, whatever God wills you do. And he was not against me or against anything. And I said, okay. Then I said, Dad, you're not going to get any support from me after this. <laughs> so please don't ask me. I said, no problem. It's not you supporting, it is God supporting. That's what he said. And I said, okay. So I left my job. I'm really telling you, I just left my job. And I've just come to ministry and I've been as a missionary for a while. And I'm telling you, God has led me to greater places than what I could ever think. And, you know, leaving that job for Christ was a very difficult task. But then I left. Because I want to be, I want to sacrifice something. Because when Paul says, I have counted everything as a loss. For the sake of knowing Christ, I just want to leave that. Leave whatever it is. My degree, my salary, doesn't matter. I just want to do. And once I left it, and I'm seeing God's, God's faithfulness for the past seven years. Every provision, everything, whatever I need in my life, my marriage, my, you know, my family, like everything, God has done so beautifully. I'm telling you guys that God has taken me to 12 countries just as a missionary, I'm telling you. I have not spent a single money on anything but God has provided. If I was an engineer, yes, I could have gone to some places sometime. Some I could have had a luxurious life but that, that doesn't matter. This is more grateful and joyful and happier than what I could think for because of that small sacrifice that I'd lived. Uh, obedient to God and I left my work. I'm not telling you to leave your work, but I'm just telling you to sacrifice something for the Lord. Hallelujah. And one day, God willing, I would like to sacrifice my life for the Lord, as Stephen did. Hallelujah. So there are small, small things in our life that we have to sacrifice. Our time, you know, there are, when you come to the church, you give that time to the Lord without doing anything else, to sit and read the Bible, to go and visit someone, to talk with, them, talk, talk with others. You know, all these things are sacrificial things in our life. So do the small things and God will take you to greater things. Hallelujah. So with all this, I want to end saying, in the same book, in the same chapter, when Stephen was about to die, in 56 verse it says, look, I see the heavens opened and the son of man standing at the right hand of God. You know, in the verse, in the Bible, you have read many verses. It always says Jesus sitting at the right hand of God. But in, only in this book, in this chapter, it says that Jesus was standing 
at the right hand of God. You know why? Because of that sacrifice that he did. And I want, when I read that, I said, God, I want to see that. When I give my life for you, I want to see you stand up. That is more than enough for me. Hallelujah. I don't know how many of you are passionate about that. How many of you are thinking that is the most powerful thing? You know, just Jesus standing up for you when you just give everything for Jesus. That is the greatest thing I'm saying to you. That's the greatest blessing that we could have. And one day I believe this whole church, this young people, when you do God's work more passionately, that he will stand up for you. Hallelujah. I will stand up and you will see Jesus standing up. You know, it is more respectful. In, in India, if you stand up and you say it is more respect, respectful, you have reverence to that person. And Jesus standing up for you, you just can't imagine that. Hallelujah. And I pray that all these young people will be empowered, be passionate for the Lord, that you can see great things. So you live a testimonial life, live a sacrificial life, have, have forgiveness, practice forgiveness. And I pray that you will share the word of God. Evangelize powerfully. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. And lay your foundation in the word of God. I pray that God will bless you with this word. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen.